Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello, Oregon. It's Thursday, April 9th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. The Oregon Health Authority said Wednesday that five more people have died of the new coronavirus, bringing the total number of deaths in the state to 39. The number of known COVID-19 cases in the state climbed to 1,239. The five deaths announced Wednesday included three people from Multnomah County, an 88-year-old woman, a 75-year-old woman, and a 77-year-old man, as well as two men from Yamhill County, ages 90 and 94. Governor Kate Brown said Wednesday that Oregon schools will remain closed for the rest of the academic year. That means students across the state will soon begin distance learning programs. Portland Public Schools has already started online classes. The Oregonian and Oregon Live's Edder Camposano has more. Portland Public Schools launched its distance learning plans this Monday, a preview of what might lie ahead for families across Oregon as the state's public school districts are expected to launch their own programs after this week. For most students, That meant logging into Google Classroom and watching videos of their teacher reading aloud or listening to their peers give book reports in a group chat. The school district estimates some 15,000 students, about a third of its overall enrollment, will need to borrow a Chromebook from its stock of 45,000 laptops and tablets. But state education officials have stressed that distance learning doesn't necessarily mean districts will be offering online classes across the board. In some rural parts of the state, bus drivers are navigating their usual routes, but instead of students, Their vehicles are packed with meals and workbooks that are dropped off in the morning and picked up in the afternoon for teachers to grade. All seniors who are on track to graduate when schools closed in mid-March will receive passing grades and earn diplomas, the governor said Wednesday. Other students will have until August 30th to show they've mastered the material to earn a D or better. The city of West Lynn has placed its police chief on paid administrative leave while an outside firm reviews its handling of a Portland man's discrimination complaints against the police department. The city paid out $600,000 to Michael Fesser of Portland in a settlement. Westland police arrested Fesser in February 2017 at the behest of a fishing buddy of the city's then-police chief. The current police chief, Harry Kruger, has tried to distance himself from the incident, but records show he vigorously defended his department's handling of the case, which has prompted at least four federal, state, and local criminal and civil rights investigations into the actions of Westland officers involved. Westland City Council members say they were kept in the dark about the details of the litigation. They are calling for greater independent oversight of the Westland Police Department. Oregon will get only half of the 20,000 coronavirus tests that Governor Kate Brown promised from a private commercial lab and state health officials have no plans to put those tests to immediate use, identifying infected residents. Brown said last month that increasing testing capacity was one of her top priorities, saying the Oregon Health Authority had signed an initial contract for 20,000 tests with a private provider. In reality, the state didn't sign the contract with Quest Diagnostics until two weeks later, on April 1st, and when the ink dried, Oregon's allotment with the private lab was for just 10,000 tests. 
Then perhaps the most surprising twist, state officials said this week that they will keep those tests in reserve for a possible surge, not use them to test Oregonians right now. Brown's chief of staff, Nick Blosser, said that he was responsible for the error and that the governor's office did not intend to mislead Oregonians. Sales of craft beer have plummeted 77% nationwide since the new coronavirus closed bars and restaurants last month, and most breweries say they can't survive three months under current conditions, according to the National Brewers Association. Tony Roberts, the co-executive director of the Oregon Brewers Guild, told the Oregonian and Oregon Live's Andre Meunier that the numbers aren't a surprise. He said guild polling of the state's breweries, taken a week after the March 16th closure order for bars and restaurants, showed a 72% drop in revenue. These breweries who are doing beer deliveries and selling beer takeout, they're employing skeleton crews. You know, you've got owner-operators working 12 hours a day, seven days a week, and they're doing it just so that they can pay the rent, just so that they can pay the utilities and keep the lights on and, and survive a few months. As bad as things are in Oregon, the state's breweries might be faring slightly better than most, in part because regulators quickly loosened distribution restrictions. We were able to so quickly do takeout and delivery. There's certain states where they don't have that option. Breweries are hoping for financial relief from the state and federal governments, including a suspension of excise taxes on beer. A proposal to massively expand hunting and fishing in the United States would include three Oregon wildlife refuges and seven refuges and fish hatcheries in Washington state. In Oregon, the proposal would open up hunting at Hart Mountain, Nestucca Bay, and Wapato Lake, three wildlife refuges managed by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. The expansion stemmed from a 2017 directive from former Secretary of the Interior Ryan Zinke, who called on the department to offer more hunting and fishing opportunities across the country. The proposed expansion comes as most public lands have closed to the public amid the coronavirus outbreak. Most national wildlife refuges have remained open, though visitor centers and public facilities at the refuges have shut down. The Department of the Interior said the new hunting and fishing expansion is unrelated to the current pandemic and subsequent economic downturn. For these and more news stories, pick up today's copy of The Oregonian or go to OregonLive.com. Live.com.